Welcome to What Every Woman Should Know. This week we're talking about what every woman should know about divorce. With our special guest, Jill, I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit about herself. Go ahead, Jill, and thanks for being here with us today. Hi, Sarah, and thank you for inviting me here today. It's I'm really excited to talk about a topic that I'm very, very passionate about. So little bit about myself. Uh, I am a managing director and partner at Beacon Point Advisors, and I head up the Philadelphia office for the firm. We are a national wealth management firm, an independent RIA, meaning registered investment advisor. We work with high net worth individuals, most of them who have portfolios between one and 15 million. That would be our sweet spot, so to speak. We have a specialty niche with women, uh, especially women who are going through a life transition, such as divorce or losing a spouse. And we also work a lot with couples as well. We do financial planning as well as investment management. So what I really love about what I do is the ability to combine my love of finance and my love of people and building relationships and being able to help people uh, live their best life. You know, Jill, that's great. And I really like the focus, you know, that you said initially on helping women especially. So that's what this this topic is going to be about. So first question right out of the box for you is, what's the first thing a woman should do when they're thinking about getting a divorce? Well, that's a great question. So at that point, I will have assumed they've already gone to counseling and and she doesn't see a path forward with her spouse. And then at that point, when you've made the decision to end the marriage, you need to first think about the fact, get used to the fact that this is not going to be an easy process and it is going to take a long time, probably an average of about one year, but I've seen longer. And set expectations first before you do anything concrete, right? Normally these things start out amicably. Most of the time they get less friendly as you start getting into dividing assets, figuring out who gets custody of the children and determining a settlement going forward. And this I find with my client base is especially true when one of the spouses is the primary breadwinner. And since I work mostly with women, I would say uh, the issue comes in where the man is the primary breadwinner and the woman has, or together as a couple, they've made the decision for the woman to get off the career track and take care of the kids Um, And then all of a sudden she finds she's 40, 50, 60, even getting divorced with no real potential for earnings. So once you've made that decision and you've set expectation, the very first thing you should do after that is to develop a team of advisors and people to support you. So first I would say, your friends and your family would be the people who will support you emotionally because you're going to need those people. And then on the other side, you need a professional team, right? So most, yeah. So I think, um, you know, you're going to need an attorney or a mediator. 
You'll need a good accountant and of course a financial advisor help. So how do you find those people? The first thing I would do is ask your friends for referrals. Those are really the best way for you to find someone who you're going to be comfortable with. Obviously, there are uh, lists online. You can Google top financial advisors, financial advisors and divorce, attorneys and divorce, and look up ratings. But I personally like personal recommendations. So if you're working with an uh, attorney already, ask that attorney who he or she recommends as a financial advisor. Um, But there are, you could go to NAFPA.org, N-A-F-P-A.org, uh, to find financial advisors. There's also people who are certified div- divorce financial analysts that you can find online. Um, so I would use a combination of doing some research online, but also asking either professionals you're already working with or friends who have gone through the process. And, you know, I have a lot of friends going through the process. We're in our late 40s and early 50s. And it seems to be what's happening with a great deal of my friends right now. So as I say that, what other steps should should they take? You know, should they collect the bank statements? Like what other things should they be doing to get ready? Yeah. Okay. So once you've cho- chosen your advisor, developed your team, I would say knowledge is key. So the first thing I would do is get a handle on what are the assets, that you and your spouse have. And assets are everything from the home you own to personal property, cars, jewelry, to real uh, any other investment, real estate, a business, and of course, financial assets, right? So any bank accounts that you have, any investment accounts, any retirement accounts, either IRAs or retirement accounts uh, through your business or your employer. So make a list of all of the things that you both own. And then on the flip side of that is what is it that you owe, right? So things, liabilities, what do you owe? Typically, it would be a mortgage uh, and credit cards. You may also have student loans, but those are the typical kinds of assets and liabilities. So you can get a sense of your what we call your net worth. So your net worth is your assets less your Liabilities. So what you own minus what you owe. And then after that, I would try, and, and how do you do that? You just copy documents, right? So f- look for the tax returns, bank statements, um, any sort of employee benefits handbooks, um, life insurance policies that you might have, uh, mortgage bills, documents, credit card bills, things like that. And then once you have a sense of where you are from a net worth statement, then you need to look at your lifestyle and say, okay, how much do we spend? What are our expenses? Because that's really, really important as well when you're talking about divorce. So start keeping track, if you haven't already, of what you spend together. And then look at what you earn. So do you work? Does your spouse work? If so, what do you actually earn? And then you have a sense of where you are from a balance sheet standpoint and where you are from a spending standpoint. And these are all very, very helpful to have. It, it creates knowledge for you and knowledge. Knowledge is power, as I say. <laughs> very true. So once you're working with an advisor, 
How can I love the word she? How can she help you with a divorce? Sure. So I think the one really important thing, which is a little bit of an intangible, is just to really help you set realistic expectations, right? I mean, when you get divorced, you have to go in to it, understanding that it is more expensive to maintain two households than one. It's just that simple. That's the math. So things, you know, again, depending on the size of your, uh, of your assets, it's possible that you can maintain your same lifestyle, but I think it's important to set realistic expectations. So working with a financial advisor, once you've given her your assets and your expenses, she can run a financial plan for you that will look at what a potential asset split might look like for you and what that means as far as your lifestyle going forward. Will you able to be will you be able to afford a new house or a vacation home or sending your kids to college? So these are all things that you can get answered by doing a plan and your financial advisor can also run several scenarios. So one might be, okay, let's just assume a 50/50 split. What does that look like? And then you can say, well, maybe I'll be able to get a little bit more. How does that look like? And what we'll often do is say, okay, well, what if you can get 55 or 60%? How does that look versus potentially getting alimony? So we can run these scenarios and then it helps you work with your attorney to decide what it is that you want to propose And it just helps throughout the settlement negotiations. The other thing the financial advisor can be helpful with is talking to you about different kinds of assets, right? Like every asset is not created equally. So a cash account is different from an investment account in that if you have stocks in your account that have uh, big gains in them, you, you have to treat them separately because you have to think about what you're going to be getting after taxes. And this is where people sometimes don't really concentrate and it's really important. And the same thing is a regular investment account is different from an IRA. When you take money out of a traditional IRA or a retirement plan at work, all that money gets taxed. So you can't say, oh, I'll take the retirement accounts and you can take the cash or the investment accounts. It's they're not apples to apples. So this is where an advisor can really, really help on the front end with what you're actually going to propose or what you're going to agree to. And on the back end, how you actually split the assets once you've decided what your split is going to be. So why is it so important that women go and seek a financial advisor before they file for divorce? I think it's really important that women do that before because they're, most of these advisors have been through a lot of divorces with clients and they know things that might be helpful, things that you want to avoid, some of the challenges they've seen with their other clients. So I think one, really setting expectations up front as to what is a likely scenario. Number two, being able to run some financial numbers for you to say, this is what is possible 
if you get X settlement versus Y, and, and they can help you think it, frame it as far as, should I try to go for more, a larger percentage of the assets versus trying to get alimony? So I think that's really important as well. And then when you're, when you're thinking about which assets you want to say, you keep, I keep, the different assets have different tax ramifications. So an advisor will be able to help you see that. So you can't just say, I'll take a bank account and you take the retirement account. They're not apples to apples. So being able to view the assets in a more objective way where you're focused on the after-tax amount is really, really important. And should every woman do this, no matter what the net income is in their family and the net worth? I mean, I would say yes, but advisors do cost money. So it, I, I would say yes. Hopefully every woman could find an advisor who could help them with this. Well, this has been a wonderful discussion, but I just want kind of one last thought. What is one thought to be aware of uh, as you're getting ready to get divorced? Well, there are a lot, but I would say... Forgetting a little bit about the financial part, divorce has stages and it, it has a lot of similarities similarities to going through a grief process, right? So here, all of a sudden, you may not be the person who has dealt with all the money and that's overwhelming. But then there's also just the loss of what you had before, whether you're the one initiating it or not, there's still a grieving process. So you know, people always talk about the five stages of grief, right? Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then acceptance. And it's the same thing with divorce. Either you're losing your family unit as you knew it, you're worried about the effect on your kids, and it's going to take time. And it it might get worse before it gets better, but it will get better. It will. But Mm -hmm. there will be times where where you feel lonely and overwhelmed. So I always really tell people to lean on your friends and your family and your advisors. That's what we're here to help you do. And really try to think of things that are positive every day in your life. Just like you should get up and if working out makes you feel good, go work out. If, if riding your bike makes you feel good or having coffee with your friends, do something every day where you feel some positivity in your life. And, and obviously, hopefully... I hope to be able to give you peace of mind uh, that it is going to be okay and you're, and you're going to get through this, but set your expectations appropriately. So Jill, this has been a wonderful discussion, very informative for all the women listening. So I thank you so much for joining us today. And ladies, remember, be sure to go to our womentowomentour.com um, website for all the additional episodes that we have recorded. So thank you again, Jill. Thank you, Sarah. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.